You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Rick Winokur, who is a board member for the Greenways for Mecklenburg. Now, when you think about Charlotte and Mecklenburg County, what do you think the number one requested amenity is? You might not know, but with over 76% of people surveyed and years behind schedule, unfortunately, it is parks and recreation with greenways and bike trails. I just messed that up. Let's do this again. I'm trying to, I I was trying to go in here. I'm sorry, y'all. It's all good. I skipped a line and then it said I was saying parks and playgrounds. That's not what it is. (laughs) Not this time. Okay, cool. Sorry. Uh, dang it. Don't worry about that. Okay. Take two. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Rick Winokur, who is a board member for the Greenways for Mecklenburg. You know, when you talk about requested amenities in the county of Mecklenburg, you might not know what the number one is. With the number one uh, answer, with over 76% of people surveyed, what do you think it is? Parks, playgrounds, shopping? Nope. It's greenways and bike trails. There are several uh, that are currently under construction, but they still fall short of what our county's master plans um, that have been envisioned since the 1980s. And we're really excited to learn a little bit more about this. Uh, we have a Charlotte native here who grew up running cross country on the greenways. And right now he's working and as a board member for a group advocating for more trail construction and encouraging the county uh, to fund this process faster. So thank you so much for joining us, Rick. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me here. Absolutely. Thank you, Rick. Great introduction, Brian. Thank you for that. And uh, Rick, I'm curious, why, why do you think everyone wants Greenways? Well, it's, um, it's a place where you can not only uh, get away from the cityscape, the urban landscape, have a chance to see some trees, see a stream, catch some wildlife, but it's also a great uh, place to move uh, and to get off the street to move. So uh, traveling on a Greenway, on a connected Greenway system, off the city street, you can take your eight-year-old down to the corner store. You can get to work. You can um, you can really move around the city in a uh, in an environment that's beautiful, enriching, nourishing, uh, but also really convenient. And you were telling me a story earlier about the history of Charlotte or Mecklenburg's uh, greenway system that I found really interesting. Could you, and you're you're very, very obviously very knowledgeable on this subject. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about the history? Absolutely. I, I grew up in, uh, in a neighborhood in southeast Charlotte right off of uh, Sardis Road, and that's where the granddaddy of uh, Greenways was built, the McAlpine Creek Greenway System. And right down the street from my house, I went to East Mecklenburg High School. Uh, our cross-country coach, Coach Larry McAfee, who's a, a well-recognized figure in this community, uh, helped design uh, off of Monroe Road, the section off of Monroe Road, the um, what's recognized as the state championship greenway course over there. And so that connects up into a neat network about a mile uh, off road down that trail. Uh, all around it is uh, beautiful trees and uh, nature. It's a lovely area. It's where we always practiced running. Uh, and then uh, uh, schools from around the state would come uh, and run on that cross country course. And so back in 1980, uh, the county um, at the time, the city and the county, imagined 
uh, what they called a green necklace of uh, trails to be run all around the county where it would have a dual purpose of not only providing uh, park space that people can enjoy, but also to preserve watershed areas, uh, to preserve nature and wildlife and things like that. And they envisioned uh, a bold plan of 79 miles of greenways in this county. How far along are we? We are here in 2018. We are a total of 47 miles in this county. So we're getting there. They are uh, scattered throughout the county, uh, pretty much unconnected. Uh, very difficult to, uh, to even if you go on the Park and Rec website right now, it's very difficult to identify where they are. Uh, most of the people who know them are people who are Greenway, uh, uh, you know, local users in neighborhoods and things like that that know where their backyard Greenway is. But for other folks in the county, it's hard to find them. It's hard to get to them without getting in your car. And, uh, and I think that most citizens in this county envision uh, us having a network of connected greenways and considering it one network uh, where we could, we could all enjoy it, use it as transportation infrastructure, but also uh, a, a beautiful respite away from an urban cityscape. Is that part of your mission with the greenways from Mecklenburg? It is. Uh, Greenways for Mecklenburg is a foundation that formed last year out of a group of volunteers uh, with some guiding help of uh, the retired, now retired uh, Park and Rec Director Jim Gargis, who uh, helped provide a vision. He, he was a big proponent of the Little Sugar Creek Greenway, which has now morphed into what we're calling the Cross Charlotte Trail. And that is slotted for completion uh, in the next five years. And that's a trail that will eventually run from the South Carolina border all the way up to UNCC. And, uh, and already, if anyone who has been around the metropolitan area can see how that area has completely transformed. There's shopping, there's uh, housing, there's just a bunch of uh, uh, beautiful uh, fountains and other areas. I mean, that's obviously a, a showpiece uh, for our county, but it is a vision of what could happen in terms of what a connected system could look like. It's already overloaded. We have um, thousands, hundreds of thousands of people moving to this county uh, all the time. They say by 2025, a conservative estimate, uh, over uh, a million people are supposed to move to Mecklenburg County. Woo! That's like might the be city. taking the greenway to work. <laughs> That's like the city of Miami. <laughs> it's like the city of Miami moving here en masse with not, without bringing any parks or roads or parking spaces or anything like that. And uh, so we are, you know, it's, it's great that we have that vision and uh, the partnership with the city of Charlotte to complete the Cross Charlotte Trail. But that is not, it is, it's not on the books to have a completed greenway network system in this county right now. And that's really what our group of volunteers want to highlight. Now, how long have you guys, um, your group from volunteers, been around? I know, you know, in 2008, there was a master plan to have 129 miles by 2018. We're a little bit off there. But tell me the, you know, kind of the history of the group and then now kind of how many people are involved, and, and what's your push to continue to, to grow the Greenways? Well, there are a lot of uh, parks advocates and Greenway advocates around the community. We uh, have partners that include Sustain Charlotte, uh, many of our neighborhood groups. Um, you know, recently uh, I've, I've, we received a beautiful note from the Lakewood Community Development Corporation. The Lakewood community is on the west side of town here, uh, near here, uh, where we're recording. 
and um, and that community development corporation uh, invested the better part of about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in buying land with the hope that the county would extend a greenway network to a community that is already cut off by virtue of the way our highway systems are built uh, and chokes many communities. Um, people can't get to schools and stores and things like that without literally cutting through brush. And uh, so with the idea that, uh, that they could have a sort of a public-private par partnership, but the problem is the county is just not geared up for expanding the Greenway network on a pace that we think many citizens uh, think are, is appropriate. Uh, so in terms of our group, we have volunteers from all walks of life, professors, I'm an attorney. I mean, th these are just people who, are, who love the park system and believe in a vision that we think resonates with most people in this county. Uh, what we have, we've been quietly advocating. I serve on what's called the Greenway Advisory Council, which is a group of citizens, uh, about a dozen of us, that uh, meet monthly with uh, park and rec uh, employees to talk about the status of current Greenway projects. About three years ago is when I joined, and after about a year, I, I looked around the room and I said, okay, well, well, what's the plan for the bigger system? Well, now, Rick, you have to be patient. That is the number one thing you'll hear from, from employees and elected officials. Well, you have to be patient. So in 2008, I'll catch us up to more recent events. 2008, there was obviously the, uh, the financial crisis that hit, and it hit Mecklenburg County pretty hard. And our county manager uh, did a really good job in terms of helping to keep us solvent, keep our finances straight. And uh, one of the immediate things that happened, uh, items were cut. So in 2008, what had, right before the financial crisis, the citizens of Mecklenburg County uh, voted for and passed a bonds issue uh, where tens of millions of dollars were to be set aside for parks projects, and it passed overwhelmingly. Um, but then right after the financial crisis hit, obviously Mecklenburg County did not apply for those bonds, did not start building out that network. As a matter of fact, started immediately cutting staff positions and projects on parks. And parks came, went down to the bottom in terms of priorities. If you were in the community at the time, you remember many of the parks were overgrown. They couldn't maintain any of the facilities at the time. And instead, they went to higher priority, maintaining our, uh, trying to maintain our financial rating by paying off debt. Uh, we have other priorities. Obviously, the school board funding comes out of the county and, uh, and other priorities like that, health and human services, uh, other things. Um, now, parks advocates uh, are quiet people by nature, and, uh, and it was easy to tell them, well, no, you'll have to wait, and that's what's happened. And since then, we've obviously rebounded significantly. Uh, our revenues uh, with county property taxes are about $1.5 billion last year. Uh, a significant chunk of that needs to go to other priorities, health and human services, the school board, things like that, uh, things that are very important to our county and to the city of Charlotte and, th and, and that sort of thing. But uh, in the spring of last year, when there was talk about whether or not uh, the county would write a check in this fiscal, fiscal year for 1.5, or, or I'm sorry, $115 million to rebuild the stadium for uh, a, a private um, uh, soccer project. Um, 
many people in the community said, wait a minute, what, what happened to the 2008 bonds projects that were, that were still unfinished? The county commission decided to devote about $47 million to complete the 2008 bonds projects. Many of those included some short little greenway segments that are scattered throughout the county. That did not mean that county commission voted for funding to complete the greenway network. And the 2008 master plan has a vision of about a 200 mile system. Now, uh, that the vision would be that in conjunction with what the city of Charlotte would do to try to connect that up with overland connectors, cities uh, like uh, Davidson, Huntersville, and uh, other towns around the area are already putting in their paths and trails, uh, both on roads and off road. And so this, this is the kind of a network that could connect up into those existing things in other cities. And, and to your point, other cities have shown significant returns on um, their investments from building greenways. Uh, is, is that part of your pitch? It, it, I think some have shown as much as $10 return for every dollar spent. And, you know, how does that encourage development and all of that? And is that part of sort of your pitch to get more funding for this thing? Some of the developers that we've talked to are just so excited about this. They would love to have a greenway run to their development. And the people living in that community would love to have a connected greenway running to it all over this county, west side, north, south, east. And it seems like with, with developers, as they do new projects, they'll add a bike lane in that area on the streets. Is, is it a similar process when when an area is being developed, do you, do you lean on that developer to include that? But again, it's, I guess it's just in parcels and it's still not connected if that's the case. So when you say you, if you're talking to me as Greenways from Mecklenburg Foundation, we're a group of people that started last year mainly as an advocacy group to try to bring attention to the fact that there is not an organized Greenway plan going forward funded in this county. Sure. There are, we don't have enough planners uh, at Park and Rec right now. We've got essentially one working right now. And we're putting out greenways uh, in terms of planning and construction. They're difficult to build. You have to identify parcels, especially in an urban landscape, and it can be very expensive. Uh, the estimates are somewhere between $1.5 to $2 million per mile of stretch of greenway. It takes planning. They, Mecklenburg County has made a commitment that all their greenways are ADA compliant. So paved roads that are appropriately done, it needs the right permitting, you know, that we're talking about construction near water, waterways and streams and things like that, trying to get underneath railroad passes. You have to coordinate with CSX and other agencies, state agencies, to try to go underneath uh, roads like Independence Boulevard. So it's very complicated, hmm. takes a long time, takes a lot of planning. Well, we don't really have the capacity to actively to to make this happen in the next inside of the next 50 years based on the staffing levels that we have both in land acquisition at the county level that's centralized at the county level and also at the park and rec section so what we're trying to highlight is that we need more money resources personnel focused on this so like for instance the lakewood community there isn't there there isn't capacity right now to accept private donations for easements or parcels of land or anything like that. So when you say, are you conferring with the developers? Nobody's conferring with the developers wow. right now. It's not happening. And that's the issue. And that's what we're trying to highlight. Very interesting. 
So I was, uh, you'd mentioned McAlpine Creek and, and uh, lucky enough to just purchase um, a home with my wife, my first home, and it backs up to McAlpine Creek. So we're super excited about that. But you mentioned a lot of different other or other projects in Charlotte. Are you guys focusing on a, on a certain area or can you talk about like, what are some projects that are on the horizon that are top of the list? Like, hey, if we got this done, this would make a really big impact for that community. Or if we connected these two greenways, that would make, you know, the greenway even more um, of a a great thing to have in the city. What's your kind of focus and vision um, to kind of step by step and what can people expect in the next couple of years? Well, um, people can expect things to plot along unless they write their county commissioner, unless they stand up and speak and advocate for this, people can expect that this isn't going to happen. That's, that's what people can expect. I mean, in all candor. So I, I would love to be able to come here and talk about a message of excitement of how our Greenway network is expanding and People can, you know, look forward to exciting new things over the next couple of years. Right now, the only thing to look forward to is that North-South Cross Charlotte Trail being completed in the next few years. That's the only thing that really has funding and purpose behind it at this point. Do you have, and, and I'm good friends with uh, with County Commissioner Matt Ridenour, and I know that um, he's an advocate for it. Are there certain county commissioners that maybe are just not listening or they're the ones that we can say, Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, these are the people you need to reach out to. What's the struggle there? Because I, I went through and as a soccer fan, I'll be the first one to tell you, I wanted MLS to be here mm -hmm. after having conversations with Matt and learning more about the 2008 bonds agreement that they had and where there was already money um, allocated to that. It kind of made my, my decision a little bit different, right? I, I became educated on it. What's the lack there? What, what are we missing to kind of get everybody on board and is it just a voice? People, people are not speaking up on behalf of parks. It's, it's, quite, it's as simple as that. And, uh, you know, last Saturday I had an occasion to meet with uh, two county commissioners, and, uh, and they candidly said, you know, parks have been at the bottom of the list, and it's been easy to keep them there because they have a lot of responsibilities and obligations to the citizens of this county. So does the county manager. And they do the – really, they do. It's, it's very hard to make – very tough decisions between mental health needs of individuals, health needs of our county, the needs of the schools of the county. So it's really hard to balance all of that. But at the same time, we are at a period of time of unprecedented wealth for this county. And if we are going to sustain a vision of a connected Greenway network, in addition to all of the other parks that we are going to need to plan for the future, there is no better time than right now. And, and we're trying to sort of, you know, it's like Paul Revere trying to sound the alarm. This is the time. If you've never written an email to your county commissioner, write an email. They look at the subject line. They, they get hundreds of, of a variety of things that maybe apply to the county, maybe apply to the city, maybe are completely irrelevant. But you write, fund a completed greenways system now, support a complete parks project now. We have a 2014 master plan, and right now I know the Park and Rec Commission is uh, uh, actively engaged in trying to review where do we stand on those projects and how far behind are we on other parks projects. But especially if you are interested in a connected greenway system, send that email, uh, and that, that's what you need to do. We, we need to hear a loud voice, and, and eventually we're going to have other events. Uh, Greenways from Mecklenburg is hoping – to sponsor what's called uh, dirtways projects, and that is in coordination with the county, try to identify some neighborhoods that are trying to get some stretches done, come in there with volunteers and shovels and things like that, clear some space, and kind of begin doing that work to highlight 
How many communities really want this in their backyard, just like you do? Absolutely. And I definitely want it in my backyard. That's why I moved there. <laughs> <laughs> and and you, you were talking about investments, right? Sure. So going back to that. So already just with the uh, Little Sugar Creek Greenway, um, uh, folks have measured that investment at 10 to 1. Uh, you, a slightly different project, but similar, the Atlanta Beltline project, only 22 miles, a, uh, an abandoned railway uh, pipeline that goes around uh, the metro area. They invested about $400 million on that. Uh, they've already estimated that as an 8 to 1 return on investment already. Uh, included in that project uh, is a goal to have 5,000 units of affordable housing, uh, but it's already a, a showpiece in the southeast. We can do better than that. We can have 200 miles in this county. Wake County already has 100 miles of greenway throughout, throughout their county, and it connects up into Raleigh's uh, capital beltway system. So Raleigh has a connected uh, bike ped corridor. Uh, the, the entire county has a, a, a lot of those resources already done. And last year, they passed a uh, commitment to build another 150 miles by 2030. They are well ahead of us in Wake County, and we can do better. What makes them different? Is there just more advocates in the area that, that push for that? Is it because it's a capital city? Like, you know, you would think that those selling points for Raleigh would, would be the same for Charlotte. There's you know, a lot what? more undeveloped land in the county than Mecklenburg County. Mecklenburg County is more difficult. It's going to be more expensive here. Um, uh, some uh, one one uh, park expert recently said, "Well, they were the beneficiaries of uh, some large land donations, and so that so maybe it was a little bit easier for them to do it at the time. But the thing is, they've realized that vision will pay off. I mean, after all, they were in the Amazon top twenty, and we weren't. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying greenways were the deciding factor at all, but it definitely when you're talking about quality of life and what." People want when they come to a community. They want a vision of how are we going to recreate connectivity. Connectivity. You know, the other thing about this is we're talking about a feature that's available to citizens 365 days a year. Um, Equity available to everyone. And if we build this equitably on all sides of this community, then it's available to everyone at the same time. That's excellent, and and we appreciate you coming on. And uh, you mentioned writing emails. So if you're listening to this, you know, get on, write your, your county commissioners, let them know that you want to fund a completed greenway. But what are some other ways that people can get in touch with you as far as a website, or even if they want to go to the next step and volunteer and, and potentially get onto your board? Absolutely. Green, Greenways for Mecklenburg has a website. It's greenwaysformec.com. And uh, we uh, are, we're, we're getting more up to speed on the website as we speak, but we'll have a portal where folks can uh, not only see events that are coming up, but also sign up uh, to volunteer, sign up to donate. Uh, I, you know, our volunteers are unpaid, but at the same time to be able to put on events and to try to spread the word, it's going to cost money. So we encourage you to please donate. Uh, and uh, also look on our Facebook group. You'll see not only uh, videos from past events, but other events that we'll announce uh, coming up. 
Very good. Well, thank you for the, the work you're putting forth there, and we're excited to see where it goes. I I drive by the one on uh, Tavola every day mm-hmm. that they've been working near Backyard Trails. I'm a mountain biker, so I've been in that area a good bit. And uh, it's, it's great to see. We, we love to so connect. Exciting. Absolutely. And that so. pedestrian bridge that the city of Charlotte got with, through their grants, is that it's going to be iconic. And if we could have more of that in this county, I think that we could really be a showpiece in the southeast. Absolutely. Well, Rick, thank you very much for joining us today, and uh, we, we truly appreciate it. Thank Thanks, you. guys. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.